0: Hey everybody, good evening. My name is Michael Martirella. I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I just started this other podcast. Many might have listened to my original podcast. This is a new one. I did an introduction last week or so, and I decided to call it this crazy thing called life. And I used a roller coaster as a symbol of that because as we know, there are twists and turns, ups and downs, rolls and things like that that happen in this life. They vary from day to day, sometimes hour by hour. So I wanted to use that symbol, and for that symbol, I've decided this time for my first episode, full-on episode, beyond the introduction, to invite my best friend, Rich. Rich is also from Pittsburgh. We've been best friends for 35 years, and we want to talk about all the parks and coasters we've been to. Right, Rich?
1: Hey, guys. How are you? Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So we figured at this point in time, we just took a little notes because we don't really rehearse anything, and I think it's that we figured we've been to 14 different parks over this many years, and on many different coasters. Some of these parks don't exist anymore, some of the coasters don't exist anymore, but we are lucky enough to live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the home of Kennywood Park, one of the most nostalgic Roll uh, coaster or coaster, whatever. Sorry, nostalgic parks. It has some of the most oldest roller coasters, wooden, um, and some newer, modern-day steel ones. It is home to the Thunderbolt and the Jackrabbit, which are both over a hundred years old, and uh, they're pretty intense, aren't they, Rich?
1: Oh yeah, you know, remembering going back in middle school and then anticipating the the day that your class goes to. Kennywood, you know, there's that anticipation and hearing about the roller coasters and not knowing what to expect. The Jackrabbit, the Thunderbolt, uh, the Laser Loop. At one point, the Steel Phantom. You know, Pitt being smaller uh, town in Pittsburgh, this park it, it's so nostalgic and old. You know, the food is great, the carousel, the atmosphere, the music, but the roller coasters are if. They're great uh, you know if you're just starting out riding and you have a love of roller coasters it's a an awesome part you know to spend you know, to get onto roller coasters and just start out
0: yeah and not just coasters but there's cool rides like you said I think the carousels an original over hundred years old still made out of materials they didn't even have anymore in fact in that park, they have an area of nostalgia of some of the old rides they brought back at one point in time. But they are known for all their coasters, um, and most of them are still here, you know. Um, and Rich, what is your favorite part about a coaster? What do you look forward to most when you're getting ready in line for ride something?
1: I mean, I guess I like that andre- adrenaline. You know, just anticipating. You know, slowly crawling up that hill, or slowly like coming around the track, and then going down that hill. Like it, it's just I don't know that excitement trying to hold your hands up and be you know and brave the coaster that in that regard the height the speed the thrill the the twist the turns the corkscrews i always wanted my i always wanted to go to the park for the first time and ride a coaster that goes through a loop you know it was just i don't know it's just something about the the you know corkscrew whatever i just didn't want to go up and down up and down and around I I always wanted to flip you know it just I just loved it
0: oh I agree I think that goes as far back as when I was a kid you know to digress and we'd play on a swing set I always wanted to be that one to go all the way around in my head it sounded good in reality that would have been very bad but you know it was just one of those things you don't realize as a kid but you're right you know as everything else in life too we look for bigger better sometimes but sometimes those original things that stick around like You know, I mean, the Thunderbolt, I love about it is because it goes forward and just drops immediately through a tunnel and then takes you back up through, you know, up the hill. And then, you know, the force of gravity pushing you against everybody as you're going through this wooden coaster that makes noise and you can hear it squeak and screech and, you know. Potholes is what you're kind of like on there and you're just doing that. And then, you know, I think the most um underrated would be the racer where there's you know a red and a blue car and you guys race each other there was always people up in a booth that looked like they were controlling something but i think they were just there for decoration i'm not even sure they were human they might have been other robots like the park but they sat there and you sat and you, you know you you were literally in a coaster with a, with a strap You weren't like belted in or whatever, and you just went up a thing and went down and around.
1: There's no bars.
0: Yeah, there was no
1: bars. Over your shoulders. No, you took your chances,
0: man. (laughs) And we lived.
1: Uh, So, correct me if I'm wrong, the racer, there was always one car that was ahead of you for like the most of the track and then all of a sudden you would just come from behind and then beat that other car
0: yeah and it was so close at some point in time where you could reach your hands out and almost touch your friends and slap hands along the way yeah of course you got yelled at for that too keep your hands in the car you might lose them why i still have both you know um there was a lot of fun in that one and then you know the freaking jackrabbit where you go around a hoop you go down you come up you up this big thing and you literally go down and you it's a double like camel hump thing the jackrabbit and it jumps off the track and you hear You were it,
1: airborne you, you hear
0: it land you know you hear that fucking thing like whoosh like it's flying like an airplane and then boom when it hits that was another like,
1: one you had this you had maybe a, a strap bar. that's it a strap a little well, leather strap i boom, think the bar on. came down but it wasn't enough to like come down all the way down to your legs And then, when, like you said, when you hit that double hump and you were airborne, you were airborne. You You were were airborne. You were off the seat and then you landed back into the seat and just came around.
0: Yeah, we were nine, two of us in a car. There were no parents. You were just in there and everybody lived. You know, it was awesome. You know, and then they had the original, well, like you said, the laser loop, which doesn't exist anymore, which is one of the original launch loop coasters. It was, when you look at it back now compared to everything else, it was stupid. However, it was groundbreaking for everything else that is out there now like these giant giga coasters and mega coasters it was made of steel you went in you sat in this car and you came down and it had a thing that came over your head and held your shoulders and it was like three two one launch you went like I don't even know. It wasn't fast. It felt fast. It might've been 70 mile an hour through one loop and you went up like a giant W thing straight up. And then you came back through the loop backwards and went backwards up and you had no idea if you were ever going to stop or go off the edge. And then you came right back into the uh, platform and it stopped. It just done stopped. And you got out and did it. I don't think the ride was 30 seconds, but it was intense when you're like 10 years old back then, you know? Now they have coasters that go like 120 mile an hour. You know, we were just happy to go through this. and It was neat back then. And then the Steel Phantom, one the original one, because this is 2.0 we have now, was one of those ones that took you up, brought you down, and went through the Thunderbolt, and then like, it was plunging into the river is what it looked like through these trees. And you came up through this Helix thing, which was like a pretzel. And, again, you had that thing over your head. So your ears just went bang, bang, bang. You know, I love the ride, but I, I, I couldn't always ride it because I got a headache and they made you take your earrings out when you got on there. And it was just it was always slow to get through there, but it was really intense and really cool. The new one is it, it's also nice. And I like those steel things because they kind of get you up there faster and kind of drop you faster. But, um, and they do go faster, but they, the there's...
1: original steel phantom was, it was so much faster. It was yeah. so much more intense because like you said, you went through those trees along that hillside and like you were dropping, you were going to drop into that Monongahale river. And then all of a sudden it did a turn and came back, you know, into the park, so to speak. And it, it was, I, the steel phantom, I, I thought that was the better one. Absolutely.
0: And now they have two other new ones, uh, two steel ones and steel country for the Steelers, black and gold steel country created this in the land for it. And we wrote it the so one day and it was pretty cool. It was pretty intense, too. I do have to say that, you know, Kennywood to me is like the perfect blend of nostalgia and current, if you will. And, you know, great fries, the potato patch, the the uh, there are shows that are just geeky beyond belief, like worse. Ever failures of any American needs talent because these are not them, but um, you know. But then you do have like great food, just shows, and you know. Last year we went on a thing they had tour around the world. We got to eat from Brazil and Italy and i don't know it's just a perfect thing and it's easy to get to easy to get out of I, I like it so but being from pittsburgh we were lucky enough to drive up to we had in our vicinity we had king's island cedar point Jug lake again Jug lake is a park that has met the graveyard it no longer exists and some of the it was bought out by six flags who then took some of those other rides to their other six flags and you know, they were the one of the ones that had the original corkscrew, like you said. It just kind of rolls you to your side, and that's cool. And then they had the original double loop, which literally was, you know, in theory now, one of the most boring coasters, but cool when you were that age, because it went up a hill, down a hill, loop one, loop two, back to the station was over. You know, and, uh, but it was neat that you did those double loops back to back, and you're fascinated, how am I not falling out? Because it didn't go fast either. You know, and then the Batman Flight of Fear, whatever it was called, but it felt like fear because you got lined up in four and you were laying on your back and it tilted you back and you went up this hill on your back and then when it went over this crest, you flipped and you're like, holy shit, I'm horizontal. Then
1: you were like flying like Batman
0: you saw nothing but the ground and you were like flying and like superman going up and down and around feeling everything and you're just like (laughs) cringing holding on like what the fuck is going on you know it it was cool it's cool but definitely something to get used to so um and then you know king's island we went to you know in cincinnati not far but it had the beast which it still does that one of their original wooden coasters you know, and these are just highlights. Every, every park has like 10 or 12 coasters, you know. We, but the, I liked the, the Beast, which was one of the original. It's wooden. It gives you that shaking, noise, creaking, screeching. Like it's not going to make it. Like it's not going to make it up that hill. And then it comes in, and it's just really cool. The whips and turns. And, and then they had the Son of Beast, which was the original looping wooden roller coaster, which no longer exists. Um, a few people got hurt on that one but it was just awesome to ride those different things and that was a little faster and it had some steel when you went through the loop but it was pretty intense did you like that one when we rode that one or? yeah
1: i i, I remember that park also i believe it the the wooden roller coasters you were not usually when you go to a, a a park you're not r- walking underneath the roller coaster itself but i believe this one you you walked underneath uh, all those wooden beams and whatnot it was, so that was just cool in itself but yeah i do remember that uh looping wooden roller coaster because like how fast can a wooden roller coaster does it ever really go maybe 60 70 miles an hour but to put it through a loop i mean it was pretty rickety and yeah was, you know again just to do that loop that's part of the fun of riding roller coasters in the first place. So yeah, it was definitely fun.
0: Yeah. And you know, like I said before, is it's like sometimes you feel like those bumps and humps and dumps and this and all that other stuff feels like you're going through one of the famous streets of Pittsburgh with all those Pittsburgh potholes on it. So we're used to that on a regular basis, (laughs) through driving, you know, and then, you know, um, from there, we were lucky enough to go down to Busch Gardens and there's the Loch Ness Monster. And there was, I think, the Alpine something or other and the Iron Dragon, maybe. Uh, but the, or Wolfengeist or something. But, you know, it was just neat to go through that Busch Gardens it had many more loops. And it was just intertwined. And the park itself was set up in lands like Germany and whatever. And, um, and one of the fun things about there is when you finish the park, you got to go taste the beer and see the Clydesdales. Um From Budweiser, because which owned it, yeah, so yeah that yeah. was neat, right, 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 yeah, and they had one of the first um I think they were I don't know whether they were called suspended where it looked like a I don't know, like a little modern futuristic car, the track was above you, so you were sitting in this thing, two people across, and it went upside down and around, and it threw you to the side, and watching it do that was kind of cool. It, felt more intense than it looked you know because uh it never really none of them really went fast they might have been 50 60 mile an hour but they were still cool
1: the cars would swing but in a in a kind of a controlled motion you know while you're dangling you know so it kind of go you know as the car as the track would turn to the left or turn to the right you would swing to the left but it was but it wasn't like you were you know swinging there loosely You know, so anyway, you're hanging from the track and that made it intense in itself because there's nothing on your floor on the floor. Your feet are just dangling there. You're sitting in your seat. You've got the uh, shoulder bars coming over you. So but it made it exciting
0: oh yeah and then you know we went down to and again there were other other rides in there and great food bush gardens had some great shows and stuff like that too for being a park of that nature it was very organized to get in and out of there but then king's dominion a sister park to king's island which had some really cool it had one of the first actual I, I i want to call it a launch coaster but then they made top thrill dragster and king to car but it was one of those ones where you sat there and it looked like a a boat if you will to me anyway it was like four across and it looked like something you would ride on one of those water raft things and you sat there and it was like three two one launch And you went from like zero to a hundred like one second up like a hundred feet up straight back down and through a little thingy and then it was over total 11 seconds and that was cool and then Cedar Point and Six Flags New Jersey built bigger, better, faster. But uh, King's uh, Dominion also had that volcano launching coaster, which would pop you out of that volcano, too, which was intense, too. Definitely different. Definitely cool there. So, um, yeah, and like you said, too, I just love the anticipation of going up there. And you're like, oh, what is going to happen? Is it going to break? I don't know. Is it whatever? Is it going to pause? Because I've seen that, too. Some of those launch coasters where they go up and they fail and they come back down and get relaunched. So, yeah. Um, You know, and then so, Cedar Point, one of my favorite parks of all time. I think
1: yours, too, maybe. But, you know, with all the coasters. Yeah, they've had, you know, they always had the most coasters. And in their prime, they've always had the highest and fastest. The Millennium and then um, I think Superman was the other red one that It was pretty fast it, was, it went up a hill, but the millennium was like over two hundred feet at that time, like I said, it was the highest, and then it just dropped you and it I think it went the fastest at that time as well 90 95 yeah. miles an hour. who knows? Oh, and then the lake is right to your left, so as you're climbing this hill and then you're looking over to the left, you see the body of water. That doesn't make it more intense or anything. Yeah,
0: I mean, you literally pull out of the gate and you're going straight up. It feels like like 300 feet. You're going up very quickly. And then it throws you over at an 89-degree angle. And I think depending on the weather how much that's been going, but it's like 95 miles an hour through these high-bank curves. And it's just fast the entire time. And of course, one of the things that... I hate and love about all the coasters is they always take your picture and you always go and you look at the picture and there's everybody else's picture and then yours and you all look like you just shit yourself or saw a ghost.
1: So scared, (laughs) holding on tight, white knuckles. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And I believe it was the Magnum XL there because Superman is at Disney. But the Magnum was originally like 200 feet and that one was pretty intense. And then the racing Gemini and then they put in some sort of I forget what it is, but they, they they have so many different coasters up there that they're each of them is just their own unique. They have the wooden coasters. They have oh, I forget what it is, but praying
1: madness where you're standing, riding, yes. that thing, standing for most, most all the ride. I mean, it's that was crazy.
0: Yeah, and Raptor where it's a suspended coaster that literally whips you and you feel it and, you know, you whip and you turn and you go through loops and stuff as the track is above you. And Mantis is a standing coaster, like you said, where you just stand there and you go through a whole different experience when you're doing each one of those, you know, rides because, you know, it's just a different sensation between sitting, standing, dangling, you know, but they're all pretty intense, but they're all pretty awesome. And I love that park. We've actually gone there for Hallow's Scream before, too. And um, it's pretty intense when you're up there. It it is a big park. It is a two-day venture, I think, if you're going to see it, right? Great food. Johnny Rockets in there. It it is one of my favorite parks. You know, it just truly is. You know, and then we did a little blip at Hershey Park one time, and I think there was one or two, like, a big bear thing or a little bear thing, and then there was some sort of super soaker thing where you were up there spraying water at people, and they were spraying water on you. And... You know, it was neat to go there again, like an older, nostalgic park. Or being in the town of Hershey itself and trying chocolate. Of course, who doesn't like chocolate? You have to be psychotic or psycho or an alien not to like chocolate, especially Reese's Cups. For the fucking God,
1: you know. Okay. Yeah, it was. I I Hershey Park is like a smaller version of Kennywood. It was it was okay, and you know, I think if it's like. You're in your teens or preteens, you know, that's a great park uh, for kids and their families to go to. Yeah,
0: I mean it's, it is. It's a great if I lived closer, I might go every now and again. But it's not one of those things that I would go out of my way to. But I was glad I went. We we're lucky enough to go to some of these parks, you know, and then, uh, of course, you've got that whole bundle of Six Flags. We were lucky enough to go to Six Flags in D.C. and Los Angeles and New Jersey. And I'll tell you what six fives dc because we lived down there we had a season pass and it was you know i I don't know what they call them and i'm sorry i feel retarded but they they launch you they go through a loop they go up and then they come back it's like a laser loop but only bigger and they had one of those like the joker then they had you know the um the uh, batman coaster there and a superman one which was yeah another very smooth but Dude, you felt that where you, you know, it didn't go through loops. It was all about speed, but you felt yourself being tossed where you were standing, getting a lot of airtime. in some of those coasters. They were awesome, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, any Six Flags, I mean, you've got high-intensity uh, roller coasters. You know, you've got a lot of coasters at the park, uh, great food, lots of walking around. Uh, they're, you know, they do it well. They're Six Flags or, and there's a couple that we haven't been to. So if you have a chance to go to a Six Flags, I highly recommend it.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I looked forward, you know, I was lucky to, for my one birthday, we decided to just keep extending, extending and extending. And we went to the one in Los Angeles and, you know, the, the racing Colossus and, um, there was, uh, I think, I, um, I don't know what it was called, but I, I'm sorry, let me backtrack. They had a Superman the ride that looked like the stupidest ride ever, but, dude, it was intense, where it just launched you, and you went 90 degrees up and then fell back. It was so intense because you went straight up very far and then fell back. And it was <laughs> very fast, but there was this one coaster, and I don't remember the name. I want to say, like, Bolt or Bolt or something, but... You, you, we're sitting there. You have no idea what's going to happen, and it launches you through a loop, through a wing, through this, through that, and then through a tunnel. And then you get to the tunnel, it stopped, and then all of a sudden you're like, "What the fuck?" And then it pulls you backward, lights flashing in this tunnel, and launches you forward. And now you're on top of the loop, falling down the initial loop you came through when you came out. And you're like, "I don't really know what just happened. I just not compute." <laughs>
1: sounds intense
0: it was it was just like what happened there you know it was just like wow really i don't know what that was that happened and i'd always wanted to ride i think it's called x factor there that looked cool but was not cool because i could not bring myself to ride it because it was like a, a four car wing thing and it would you know tilt and turn and roll but remember that those chairs looked like they were like mobile dentist chairs so the chairs rolled too so not only was it spinning you were spinning and i was like no i can't do that i will throw my insides up because i can't do that you know you know that's kind of looked like gatekeeper and cedar point one of their other newer ones and maverick was the other new one they put up there um, another simple launch coaster, but Gatekeeper would be like a winged thing and turn to its side and went through these little things that just looked like it wasn't going to fit. Obviously, it did. It just was a, uh, you know, an illusion to make you feel like, oh, shit, it's not going to work, you know, and then in New Jersey, Six Flags, that King da Ka, which was I don't even know how far that thing was up, like 20 feet or 200 feet, whatever it is, 300 feet and zero to 110 miles in like two seconds straight up. If you successfully launched, you would go over the top. If you didn't, you would fall back and relaunch again and you're like, fuck no, but you would go, whoops, here we go, back Not now.
1: like you can get out if they, if it didn't go over the first time and you come back, it's, you know, you're stuck. you got to go through it again. Yeah,
0: there's no, hey, excuse me, can I get out of here? No, no, you (laughs) cannot. You are stuck. (laughs) Suck it up. The ride's only 11 seconds, but once you go and you come down, you're going 90 degrees up, 90 degrees down, and then it takes you into some sort of, like, bank or a little bit of roll, and then it comes back into the station, and it ends, and it is just freaking intense. And I think that was one of the first times I rode a... uh, I think it was Batman, The um, it was a floorless coaster, too, so your feet were just dangling on this coaster, and it was pretty cool. You know, they do, like you said, they do do things there that are pretty intense, and then You know, one of the things I will say about the Six Flags New Jersey one was that when you were done there, there was that awesome drive through zoo that the monkeys and ostriches are roaming free and come up and introduce themselves to you. You have to keep your car windows up, and some people don't, and that's quite entertaining to watch the videos and watch when the animals attack right in front of you. (laughs) But I think that, you know, we were lucky enough last year or two to go to Carowinds and it had a similar very giga coaster straight up and then launched you and moved you around and that one was pretty cool and um, each of them is even though they're the same they're different you get a different feeling each time you do it and then I know we rode one of their wooden coasters there and I hate the wooden coasters that are like have the headrests and the thing in the middle where you have to fit in because you know I don't they're too tiny like the average person does not fit in there but you know, and I'm not huge or anything, but you just don't fit in there, and I just feel like I get headaches when I come off there, and nauseous from being, whatever, and it kind of like ruins your day when you're there. I think a little bit.
1: Yeah, Carowinds had a, uh, quite a few uh, roller coasters that were pretty high, pretty fast. It was a, it was a good park. You know, the only park that I know of around that area, Charlotte and uh, South Carolina, but yeah, it was a good park. Yeah, I think half
0: of it's in South Carolina, half of it's in North Carolina. And yeah, again, there were other roads, other roller coasters. These were just the ones that stood out as being the bigger, higher, you know, ones that were just like, okay, that's cool. You know, and then Bush Gardens in Tampa had the cool train that took you on through the drive-through, so to speak, zoo where the animals were running free. And then we went through another safari on a Jeep that went through some water and animals were running free. And there was a point there where you could actually go into the birdhouse and hold something, and the toucans and birds would come sit on your fingers and shoulders, and that was neat. But then, you know, again, the coasters and park there, it was just, you know, it was the first year they did one of them dangling um where they took you up and they dangled you at 90 degrees. It was like, again, a wingspan of like four or six people, and you just dangled. You went up there pretty fast, pretty intense, and then it hung you there 90 degrees for, it felt like four hours, but it was probably like 12 seconds, and then just released you, and you went into like this tunnel, and through the water, and through this, and that, whatever, and it just looked like you were plummeting straight to the center of the earth or right to hell, whichever one was gonna come first, you know, but, uh, Uh, That was, uh, again, pretty cool, but a great park. You know, it was just a great park. And then um, down, when you know, down there, you also then you get into Orlando where you have like Universal Studios and Disney. I mean, you know, one thing, you know, we have been lucky enough that we drove to, we flew to Paris and went to uh, Disneyland Paris and we rode the, uh, space mountain out there in Paris, which is cool because it's all in the dark, but the one that they do here at Disney, the original was awesome. And then they had Disney had different things like the Aerosmith roller coaster and, you know, the, the plunging, um, thing like the, the elevator that breaks and bounces you and comes back up. They're pretty cool. Um, but Disney had some other coasters in there as well, but by far, I think universal had the, uh, the dueling dragons, where you almost it looked like you came within a feet of each other, where they were just racing coasters, of steel ones, and one was red and one was blue, and um, you know that was right near the uh, Harry Potter world down there, and uh, you know they, they were just fun. You know each one of them so different again, but yet still the same, but just different. And then I think your favorite was in Universal Studios Islands of Adventure.
1: Oh yeah, uh, it was it the Hulk or yeah something, something else? Uh, yeah. I the don't Hulk. know. It was one of the ones that it was. I feel like there was like four or six across, and you just I don't know the way it kind of ripped around. I guess the way his he rips out of his yeah. clothes, you know, that's how intense they tried to make this roller coaster, and it, it did work. It was it was really fast and it was intense and. Uh, you were going underneath and around, and it, it was so good. Uh, going back to uh, Universal, though, I remember the Tomb Raider, and that was, you know, there wasn't a long track or anything, but just the way that it kind of moved you kind of slowly and lethargically, and then all of a sudden you would, like, roll forward, roll back, and then it, it kind of dropped you, and you were in, a, in this dark theater-type room yeah you know it was you know based off the movie when she's you know going you know obviously inside the tombs and whatever in the caves but it i remember that it was for not being really a roller coaster it was it was pretty intense
0: it was and one of my favorites at universal studios is the rip roaring rock and roll and coaster where you get to pick your own music that you want to listen to. And again, you come out of there and you look straight up and then it launches you and you're listening to your own jam that you choose. And, you know, you know, I I just want to say that through a lot of these, we were lucky enough a lot of times to actually right in the front seat a couple times which makes a whole difference the front the rear you know the middles are okay but the front and the rear are pretty intense you're like the first or the last you're like I see it coming or the last you're like what the is gonna happen and what happens if the front something happens at the front but you know it's you know it's just a great like you said it's just a great anticipation a lot of fun I think just being able to walk through parks and relax and enjoy some great food some great music some great shows and there's just a lot that goes on and you know and it's a one-stop shopping you pay for this price you get in you ride all these rides you know you pay for food and a lot of the parks are pretty expensive on their food but there are bargains and deals on there i mean and you know trying to keep this at a reasonable time so we don't bore people to death because they don't want them yawning off and snoring you know, I just wanted to uh, bring my best friend on here and, you know, coordinate that uh, roller coasters that we've been on and, you know, how that equates to some of the roller coasters in life. We anticipate things and change and we dread it, we're afraid of it. And then we go and we get through it and we realize that wasn't so bad. Now I can take on something bigger and better. You know, we all go through them. You know, we all go through the grief, the death of a family member, a parent, a friend, or a pet, or, you know, we all go through, I hate my job. We all do this. And that's what makes this thing crazy. And then we all have our successes that we celebrate as well. I got a great new job because that. I bought a grand new car. I bought my first house or, you know, things of that nature. Again, we just all are in this crazy thing. And And everything is temporary. You know, your success is temporary. Your failure is temporary. And we all learn from failure. If you don't learn from your mistakes and you're an absolute fucking moron, you need to learn from your mistakes because we all make them. I probably made 20 today. And you learn what not to do. And you'll make another one tomorrow. But that's what humanity is you make mistakes you learn and you have friends and family that help guide you through that like my best friend of 30 years and i've dragged him into things like scuba diving and um you know and and many other things and you know it's just great to travel in this you know this life that we live every day because we live every day and we die once that we want to go out there and have as much fun you can only get one shot on this so I would just like to wrap it up like that, Rich. Is there any parting good words you have for any of our hopeful potential listeners?
1: Well, I mean, just for the symbolism of the roller coasters, like you mentioned, a lot of the rides aren't there anymore, and 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 the one park is not there anymore. So just like life, you know, things change and things go up and down. There's anticipation, there's fear, there's excitement. You know, you just got to strive and move forward and do the best you can.
0: That's it. I mean, and, you know, hopefully you have somebody there to help you when things don't go right. And you know what, if not, you find the inner strength because you have to. And there's happiness in every day. And there's, you know, it's just, it's a great thing to be able to be alive and do and share your successes and failures with people. So with that being said, we're going to end this one and this is our end of our roller coaster segment of this. And we will continue various other roller coaster quote unquotes. Sometimes Rich will join me, other friends may join me, then we'll just talk about various things that we've all been through and hopefully we help people make some decisions or hopefully you just laugh at us or tell us to fuck off. We don't care. You know, <laughs> but we're just putting it there for you to say, hey, you know, you know, I've been on this earth for a while and I've had a lot of fun. I've had a lot of bad. I've had more fun than bad. I can definitely say that because I've had some great friends and an amazing family behind me. So with that, we're going to part with you this evening and say, I hope your roller coaster ride gets better. There will be those bumps. There will be those lumps. And I can assure you, you will get through them at some point in time and you will be stronger. Peace out, everybody. Have a great one. And we will hopefully get another segment up here in the next week for you. Have a great night.